1: Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Luton are the kind of cheaper version of Watford.
1: Penalty! That is a massive decision. I'm with Gianfranco Zola. I feel that Knotka is looking for this penalty. 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 Into the do not scratch your eyes podcast our guest today is marlon king good evening marlon how are you how you doing guys you okay doing well i say evening where are you where in the world are you i'm in zambia, zambia. so we're only one hour ahead of you so... oh okay Mate,
3: what's the temperature there because whenever I, I i follow you on instagram you were kicking it at a swimming pool today
0: yeah i was chilling <laughs> Some day I, was... I was relaxing because uh you Know during the week it can become a bit hectic and working in the heat and stuff, but um, all year round it's pretty, pretty, pretty sunny. Um, I'd say mid 20s, early 20s, very oh, nice. It's not like that that's here a bit at of all. me. That is, yeah,
3: that is a, what we should have done. We should have organized this podcast to be live or or or, or from Martin King's house. Maybe <laughs> we didn't think about this properly. No, just.
1: we don't, we don't yeah. plan yeah. this properly. Your vaccine. <laughs> I'm over. Yeah, 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 I've been done. Yeah, I've been done. (laughs) Yeah, I've been done. Um, So, obviously, uh, we'd like to talk to you uh, mainly about your time at Watford, Marlon, um, because, obviously, we're Watford fans. um, And you were there at a pretty good time, I think, because, certainly, you were responsible for a lot of goals. um, And you were part of a promotion-winning side as well. Really, how did you come to Watford? Because I noticed that you were playing for Forest at the time, then you went on loan to Leeds. And then you came on loan to us. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, that is actually, uh, you're spot on. Um, just to touch on that, um, AD Buford was at Leeds as a first team coach under um, Kevin Blackwell. And then my time at Forest wasn't the most fruitful, to be honest. I mean, I didn't really get to express myself at Forest. There was a lot of changes and no excuses. I didn't, I didn't express myself there when I should have. And to be honest, Gary Megson came in and we didn't see eye to eye and, I really wanted to get out of there. So I came back in for pre-season under Gary Mixon. I said, look, I, I just, I don't really want to be here. So he started playing me, was playing and he's playing me right wing. And he's just, his formula of working wasn't best suited to, to to how I wanted to get my, my best performance. So we decided, okay, Leeds came in. Kevin Blackwell said, no, I want you at Leeds. So I went to Leeds. I think the last six or seven games of the season. And that squad was really, really strong. You know, we had like Michael Dubry, we had Aaron Lennon, we had some really, we had Radderby, we had some really, really good players at Leeds that weren't actually in the first team. It was crazy because the reserve team was better than the first team. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And um, they were still getting like 30 to 33,000, you know, in attendance. That's and that was ridiculous right, yeah. for the championship. Yeah. yeah. Um, if, if, even Forrest. Royce were the same. They were getting wow. um, mid twenties, right. and it was like they really accept like the position that were they were in. And I think that's a big a big problem with the big clubs getting relegated from. Relegated. The, they don't, you know, the fans are still trying to. Yeah.
3: Man City uh, suffered with it, didn't they? You mem- I, yeah. I don't know if you, if you remember. They they went, when they were at Main Road. They were pulling forty or thousand in it in the Division Two games. Like this.
0: it was it was ridiculous, and their spending power was still huge because yeah yeah. yeah. You know, they, 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 you know, if you're getting that sort of support, you know, the financial backing is there. And then obviously the fans still believe that they're going to turn up and win games. Whereas for other teams like a Watford or, you know, a Millwall, it was their cup final. So they were looking to beat teams like the, 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 the Leeds, the Nottingham Forest and the Man Cities. So, mm. um, yeah, I went um get back onto that situation. And uh, AD was taking a, the... the, the um, the players that weren't playing in the first team, we just really enjoyed it. And then he pulled me one day and he said, listen, Kingy, e, uh, I might have something in the summer and I hope you're free. Keep your phone on. Strange details. And, um, you know, he was a man of his word, stuck to his word. He called me up and I had two or three other clubs. I had Wolves, Cardiff, and I believe, I think it's Crystal Palace. Right.
3: Frank, thank God you can't the us. Not there. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Called me, he says, and then he said, "Look, I want you to be my number nine. Right, and this was on loan that originally, was... wasn't it? Though this was, Yeah, it was loan no, because Forest Forest didn't want to. They were still trying to. I was still, even though I wasn't a fan's favourite at Forest, I was. They knew what I was capable of. So oh, it was yeah, kind of okay. like, shall we, shan't we? And then Watford managed to come in with a deal and say, listen, we'll take him. You don't want him. And they agreed in principle, right. I think it was about half a million quid. They, they were quick. They, they, instead, of getting, instead of getting three, four million from me, they only got 500 grand. Watford were were, were buzzing that they actually <laughs> put that deal in place before things kicked off. But AD knew what I could do. He, he saw from training with me and working with me day to day what I was capable of. So yeah, he yeah. already made sure that he spoke to the chairman and said, listen, we need to get him down here, get a deal in principle. And maybe Forrest thought 500 grand was was acceptable.
1: Yeah. So obviously you'd, you'd had um, dealings with AD before um, at, at Leeds. Uh, I, I just wonder whether uh, the rest of the players were quite, prepared for some of the strange ideas and methods that AD had because the more I read about AD and the more I hear about him he had some very strange ideas well not strange but the whole are you on the bus with me to the premiership and some of his hook, yeah on and on some of his hook. training methods and stuff so you you were presumably already used to that when he came to Watford
0: yeah but he didn't he didn't show it in full when I was at Leeds because he couldn't because his position was just basically taking the training sessions for right the play's like keeping the players and like big name players happy, make it fun, and that's what yeah, he yeah. done. Because I'll be honest with you now, I mean, there's no fault with me training under Kevin Blackwell. I'm, I'm sure you can speak to any of the players that um, played under him it wasn't enjoyable. Right. Um, very it was very um long winded and old school. So AD made it enjoyable, right, to come into work, right. So that's what he was. It was like okay to just ease the pressure off. You know whatever the, the the gaffer was doing. Yeah. And, um, nobody knew about Ad when he got even when he got the Watford job. I mean, if you look at the position um, Watford were in at that time, relegation favourites.
1: Oh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Danny- yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So Ray Lewington is gone, and then all of a sudden there's this guy Ad Boothroyd, and you're thinking, I've never even heard of this bloke. Who is he? Yeah, I remember,
3: yeah. I, I remember listening to it on the radio. I was like, who the ch- who the chuff have we got in here? What is going on here? Yeah. My God, you know, and we and we were. We, we were already being linked with all these other players. Who, you know, from a supporter, you kind of think, oh, for God's sake, we're trying to, we're trying to build you know, as as any club does. You want to build and you want to, you want to do hmm. this and that. But I've got to admit, when we got you in on loan, I thought, oh, when you talk about natural goal scorers, and Justin, I've said this to you and we, yeah. uh, before. Just yeah. so you know, Marlon, before we were talking about uh, goal scorers at the club and who, who's come sort of come through the club. I, yeah. Marlon King, as far as I'm concerned, when I used to get to watch Marlon King play, used to think, Jesus Christ, get him in the penalty box and the ball falls to his feet. Yeah, He knows where the goal is and he yeah. can score goals.
1: You've, you've joined the team and, and A.D.'s set out his stall and his goal is promotion. Um, and I think, you know, he didn't exactly hit the ground running, but it was apparent to us as fans. Listen, this guy's got some vision. He's got a team that will play in fantastically well they're scoring some goals I mean you obviously felt as a player this is going to be a successful season did you? Do you know when it was
0: apparent I think you guys might not have seen it as much as us players on the ground but we all tapped into his way and his belief of playing and his whole mindset towards the game not just on the field off the field and he just brought a unit together I mean he he was like listen up I- I want to get promoted. If you don't believe in what I'm doing, then don't be here. And he said he's stalled out early. I mean, I think I only spoke to him yesterday, the day before, because I know he um he left his under twenty one role. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, that's. I mean, I, look, I feel sorry for him that because he's worked hard at that as well.
0: No, you don't feel. Ad's not a ad. Ad's not a guy that you need to feel sorry for because he'll be back in management. But,
1: yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: Real passion is club football. Mm. You know, with with, with under twenty ones, it's it's hands are tied and he's kind of, it's not a day to day position and he that's what he loves and that's what we're actually discussing to be honest. But yeah, I mean, look, getting back to your original question, Justin yeah, yeah. and Carl, it was everybody tapped into his belief and we and he brought if you looked, he brought in all players that had a, a point to prove, that right. were hungry, okay, whether they, Premier League club, lower league club, everybody tapped into to his way of thinking and you know it it paid off
1: it did pay off I mean there was certain things that were just bizarre I remember one time when they reopened uh the, the club shop and he had players you included on the tills you were yeah, on the till, yeah. <laughs> selling stuff, yeah, and 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 also the uh, the thing where he was getting everybody to take penalties in front of the rookery end, and and try and, and try and put the players off in case we had penalties at the final in Cardiff, and that sort of stuff. And it, to us, it was just like this guy's just totally different. He's just got really different ideas.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a beautiful soul, man. He's, he's like a father figure to me. And he was it, it, the thing is, it was like his attention to DL was second to none. Right. He had everything. Mapped out from day dot, and I think what he done, he got the players to buy into his mindset instead of worrying about what the fans thought of what was going on. Because at that time, it was a lot of doom and gloom. It was like we're relegation favourites, I believe. Yeah, you know, as I said, you had people like Helgerson, Weber leaving, and it was almost like this ex-premiership team dismantled. And then him, he was an unknown quantity and so were a lot of the players that he brought in. So he had to get us to shut off from no disrespect to the fans' perspective and to buy into his philosophy.
1: Why do you think the pairing of you and Darius Henderson was so successful as a striking partnership?
0: Another another good mate of mine that I speak to on a regular basis. The, 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 The value of what we both brought, we both appreciated that. There wasn't a star there. It was, I knew what Hendo can do for me. And Hendo knew what I could do for him. And I think that run, that ran all the way through the team. Mm. Everybody, appreciated, and even the players that didn't get to play, the Alban Goras, uh, the Anthony McNamees. Yep. You know, if Youngie wasn't playing, Maka would come in.
1: Mm.
0: Nobody, you know, even Adrian Mariapa, who's somebody I talk to on a regular basis as well, mm-hmm. gone on to have a great career. Knew, but they knew their role. And, you know, these guys even when we used to play the first eleven against the second eleven, you wouldn't know who was... Rich. Yeah. Right, Which OK. Because, you know, I had Maps kicking lumps out of me in training. <laughs> me and Hendo had to play to Maps, so Maps, so calm down. <laughs> we... But he wanted to be a part of what was going on so bad, and you can see the consistency in his career. It just paid off, and mm. that, that's what we had, that, that family-team bond.
1: Yeah. And me and Hendo...
0: We were like, you know, it was that like Miami Vice, man. We we, we just, <laughs> honestly, he, he, I knew that Hendo would give me the access to get as many goals as I wanted because he, defenders used to, they used to be scared of him.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it was I mean, just the two of you running. One was running to monster, one post. Though, and, he? Yeah, Hendo, uh, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, oh it's disgraceful. and he loves all that UFC stuff and he was just ripped and you know like well you're doing
3: all right, by the way I I follow you on Instagram you're still doing you're doing fine man
1: we try and stay healthy yeah um... he's
3: like bosh
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think there was a there was a massively positive team spirit everyone everyone looked like they were enjoying playing and they looked like they all loved playing with each other and would do anything for each other and it's just lovely to watch as fans it really it really is
0: well, oh, look, the fans were never huge aspect too, because it wasn't a club that had that expectation. Even though there was slightly because of what they'd done previously in terms of being in the prem, mm-hmm. it was family orientated, and it was you know it was and it was going through a transition as well in terms of if you look at the stadium now to when it what it was yeah, then, absolutely it's slowly, and now you guys are like you, I look at Watford as a prem team now, yeah. It, do you know what I mean? I don't even look at them as even when they go down to the championship. I expect them to be in the mix or mm. get promoted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah
1: know what I, I mean? mean,
3: yeah, based on based on recent performances. Aren't yeah,
1: it's fingers crossed, <laughs> on exactly, Marlon At the but, moment, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: We're going up, we're going up. No, going we, are, up. we are, we are going up. I we, think are going we are going up. It's just it's, it's just a difficult um, situation that we find ourselves talking to you in because we've uh, for anyone that's listening to this podcast, we've just lost them. Horrible.
0: <laughs> so on the road, but. Let's be honest. It's night and day with Luton and Watford. I don't think I think Luton are the kind of cheaper version of Watford.
3: Are you aware as players, you know, coming in from outside of the club, how important that is that game that to, to, to the fans? The right, I mean, is it just? Yeah, so you play You probably played in derbies. You know, you played. I, I, in fact, I know you played in derbies. Forest, you know, for other clubs.
0: Coventry, Birmingham. I played for yeah. both teams. Yeah, so. You know, it's, it's it's apparent. And we, we know that to to, to score, um, how much it can accelerate uh, the appreciation. You know, I, when I played for, even when I played for Cov, um, when they were doing a bit better than they are now, against Birmingham. And then I moved to Birmingham and the stick that I got from Cov and then scoring for Birmingham against Cov. Got... Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they, they're like neighbours.
1: If, if we look back to sort of the end of when, at the, the the season the first season under A. D. Boothroyd, so we had a day at Cardiff, which was wonderful, obviously. And we spoke to J. D. Merritt about this, and he said we'd won that before we'd even turned up. We knew we were going to win that game. Why did you not take the penalty after being fouled in the box? Why yeah, did Hendo take it?
0: I'm interested it? by this. No, I mean, look, did you see, now that's that. You, you mentioned Hendo and why we click so much. We. I think a previous game, I can't remember what game. I don't know if it was a Leicester game. I missed the penalty. We had a rule was if you missed the penalty, you hand it over to the next person. So I missed the penalty. I think a few games before. Right. And Hendo was second in charge to take a pen. You know, I I was buzzing for him. I mean, look, I I finished top goal scorer in the league, so it really affect me in terms of like him scoring. I just wanted us to seal the game and.
1: Yeah,
3: take just just take us just take us back a little bit though, because I'm interested by because we obviously we spoke to Jaden Merrick um, who scored on the day, but he he takes us into the dressing room and into the mindset of those players. What 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 was your what was your mindset?
0: I mean, Hendo used to he got released from Leeds. I, I just come on loan to what from Leeds. Ad just left Leeds. Um, Springy was at Leeds. Yeah, yes. So there was a. There was a lot of um, sentiment there in terms of what it meant to. to and, and, and the thing is, as well, we were getting phone calls from like our wives and stuff to say, like, "Oh my god!" Like they've kind of taken over the the, the, the wives and families have taken over like the the boxes and the the, the VIP areas. So it was, oh, I mean, really? their kind of mindset was like, "Well, we're we only playing Watford." A had us scared up from way before, Did and he, he take-
3: took. Did he take you to the ground before? Did he take you to to the ground
0: before? Three days before, we had to get on the coach and we went down to Cardiff and we sat and walked around that empty stadium at the Millennium. Um, Got us in the change room, walked us through the tunnel and prepped us and just said, Look, guys, I know there's not fans here, but just this is us, is what you're going to. Because he didn't want us to come into uh, a situation where a lot of people will get like overwhelmed took us back in the change room. We went back to the hotel. We watched Any Given Sunday, any given Sunday and Gladiator. Right. And they are two <laughs> long-ass movies. They are. Great movies. <laughs> yeah. But that must be seven hours yeah. combined. Easily. And um, we, we enjoyed it. And yeah. then he had the hotel, because we had a whole hotel to ourselves. And he had, like, because he knew what we enjoyed. So he had table tennis tables in the hallways of the corridors. So imagine walking down a hallway <laughs> and you just got playstations, ball for like different sections because, you know, we was big on the, even on the coaches who used to put the PlayStation and the boys were at the back just playing PlayStation and feed um, for Evolution. Yeah. So he
1: knew what made
0: us thrive and he just,
1: you know, he just nailed it. Him and his team.
0: He
3: got it right, didn't every-
1: he? Well, as fans, we just... Loved it, mate. Oh, mate. It was fantastic. It's the yeah, culmination I, I, of I'm a great. I,
3: I was really drunk that day. <laughs> I was, Cole like was drunk. Out my nut that, day. that was the it. That we worked uh, oh, it, it was a special day. A special day. But, fantastic. Um, who was your kind of like um, buddy or like the guy you used to hang around with the most at Watford?
0: I think everybody knows. Everyone knows. It was me and Youngy. Like we was just. Yeah, just... man.
3: He's coming back. Listen, yeah, I he's I coming you back. Actually, yeah. you speak. You still speak to Youngy? Tell him, yeah. come on, come back, come on. Just sign that 12-month deal, come back, do his, do his thing. And it would be the end of his career, but my God, man, what what a way to end it at back at Vicarage Road.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story. I've probably told a couple of people this. When I first got down to Watford, Watford um, wasn't. he didn't have a contract. He was in as pretty much a trialist. He, he wasn't, I mean, he, when we talk about signings that AD made, he wasn't part of the plan. He was just like... Been released, and then they said, "Come back down and train." And he was coming in training, and then just me and him just clicked. And then Gaffer signed him, and then you know the, the rest is history. Really, I mean, you just saw the the maturity, how he grew, um, and he's shown it in his career, man. I tell him oh, all mate, the time. He's
1: been proud, different, proud drafts, hasn't he? different Yeah, drafts. he's just fantastic. Yeah, I mean, look,
0: he's at thirty six, he's at Int Milan. Look, yeah, on, exactly on the borderline of winning a yeah. yeah, yeah. title. So another title,
3: yeah.
0: It's, He's a Hartfordshire a boy by heart. So, yeah, exactly. right. If he does come back, I mean, I'm not saying too much, but... <laughs> uh,
1: that's an exclusive.
3: Come on! <laughs> that's an exclusive. Listen, I, I, I personally love it. Look, he, he, he upset me once because when he was in the Man United shirt, he scored and he celebrated in front of us. And I was yeah, like, was... young mate, come on. Don't just like...
0: You know, sometimes when you score against your own team and you get booed and that, it can spur you on. Yeah, I
3: like, know, I know. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was never like that with him. And we never, we never, dish, we never want, we all, all we wanted for he Youngie was for boo- him to go on and
0: yeah, be... I, yeah, it, I, he got some, he did get some boos. And I think... He did, youngie he did. A, yeah, he did. Once um, you you kind of like upset him, it, 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 it's, it's... That's uh, his character.
1: Yeah, it's... <laughs> They and did. obviously the rest is history, really. But well,
3: mate, listen, if you just, you know, give me a little...
1: Say we want him back. Say, yeah. yeah, we want him he back. come definitely. back. Yeah, yeah
3: he's, definitely. Yeah, come and do it properly. Well, I don't know. Are all the fans convinced? Maybe some
1: people think he's past the hill. But for me, he's nah, so good. There, you're
3: you're...
1: there are some dissenters. You can't go
3: play for the clubs he's, he's played for and not be a good player. No. And, nah. and he do what to, he's, he's up. done. I don't care. I don't care what anyone
0: says. More important enough, and he's an athlete. He's an absolute athlete. Yeah, oh, he's fitness levels. And he's always...
3: And, and do you know personal. what? Do you know the other thing, Marlon? He's done it now. He's done it. He's been everywhere. He's got all yeah. the experience in the world now and he, can go and he can go and tell those... We've got young players in that club like... Um, I, I don't know if you know, but young players like Humbo and... All these players yeah. that are coming through, mate, they're, they're going to be good. For the club to go and bring Ashley Young in at this period now, only be a man. good thing for them. That's a benefit, benefit. definitely.
0: It, is, it, it would be, not in terms of his age, but it would be a marquee signing. Oh, I think, oh,
1: I think so. Yeah, absolutely definitely. And
0: I, I know Youngie wouldn't be asking for the world, so it, 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 it fits. He it it can ask for the
3: world, we can afford it. We've got the <laughs> areas yeah. now, we're all right. But you man. know
0: what, I think more importantly, his experience and knowing Youngy. He's ambitious. I think he'd want to come on a, on a on a different kind of role as just a player. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah, uh, so no, that that's fair enough. That's so, good.
0: I'm
1: sorry, Marlon, what were you going to say?
0: No, I'm saying watch your space. But yeah, go on, go uh, on, just. I'll tell you what, it's an exclusive, mate. That's space. going out this week. You're that here is here a...
1: first. That's going to be a soundbite I'm going to use. Um, <clears throat> so going into uh, the the Premier League, then um, I, I remember there was a friendly against Inter Milan, and then the the season started. I think you scored against West Ham. Is that right? There was a nice and Inter time. Milan and Inter Milan. Yeah, I, thought yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was Inter Milan yeah. you scored as well. I thought so. I didn't want to. You know, I like to make sure I get things right. <laughs> but then early on in the season, I, I think you took a knock, and we didn't really see much of you. What what was the injury that you sustained? And um, Obviously, it was quite bad because we didn't see you for a very long time.
0: Yeah, no, I, I it was I was actually at um, New Emirates Stadium. I remember the ball going over the top, and my knee just went. Um, and then obviously, this was at Arsenal. We just got promoted. Scored against West Ham. Scored. I think I scored about two in my first four. Yeah, that sounds so right. I find, yeah, yeah. I, I had to find my feet in the prem, and then I was taken out for the season. Um, and that was that was quite devastating. Devastating because when I went, I went to Hardy Street. Um, saw a specialist and they said, "Look, not only is your season finished, but you might not ever play again." Wow, yeah, that was it. Was a huge blow to 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 have such a great season and then obviously be you know to start fit because I felt I felt like I would have gone on to score at least fifteen plus in the prem. And that's... I, I really felt good. Well, mm.
3: We we spoke we obviously again keep going over it, but we spoke to Jade Demerit and Jade Demerit's adamant. a fit Mullen King could.
1: Or, yeah, it would which, have kept us up.
3: kept us in the Premier League. Yeah. He, said, he did. Well, the kill, trouble we were, was that we there, were... wasn't,
1: there wasn't anybody to take your role, really, or that I can remember. Yeah. Um, it, it just didn't... There was nothing up front. Yeah, I mean, no it. disrespect to Hendo. But Nathan Ellington, the Duke. <laughs> oh, Nathan Ellington. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, let's not yes, talk about did. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: that didn't work out for us, unfortunately. <laughs> but, you know, another thing, because, like what we said in my Forest days, he had a reputation of scoring
3: a lot oh, of goals. He scored so goals everywhere. But not for us. I've said this. He scored goals everywhere. Not for us. He put on a Watford shirt, and whatever happened happened. He just didn't didn't, didn't work. work
0: out yeah. for him. Yeah, and you know what? He was going through a track. This is another thing he didn't see. He was he he um, transitioned to being a Muslim.
3: So he was fasted and not eating properly, and yeah. that that yeah. had a big effect on him, didn't it?
0: it huge. It was it was huge. I mean, he 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 just, you know, he took himself to Islam, and there was days he was missing training. His diet wasn't right. He was fasting, and he was quite a strong-headed quiet, confident person, mm. and that affected him. He did. Yeah. He came, obviously, he had to try and get past me and Hendo in terms of getting a position, and he was just really, really quiet and humble, mm. um, and he really turned his life around from going out and stuff, to and to do that while you're playing football at, at a high level, mm. and I, I respect his religion, I respect what he's doing. Oh, but, of course, yeah, of course,
1: yeah. but
3: it. How do you look back on that season, Marlon? Yourself? What was? What, what's your? I mean, I remember being sat at Villa Park, your name being on the bench, and I was thinking, how is Marlon King on the bench when I didn't even know you were anywhere near fitness, and you came on? You came yeah, was, on during that game against against Man United.
0: Yeah, Carl, I came. I came back. Uh, came back maybe two months early. He was trying to hold me back, and I was just pushing myself. And I was like,
3: Was that you coming back?
0: Yeah, I, I I was told that I wouldn't play football again, let alone coming to play back in the Premier League or playing at um, FA Cup semi final. So, the gaffer's was like, "What are we doing?" And I'm in training, and I'm just turning it on in training, and like doctors and everyone were like, You're "Doing it?" But what? Yeah, they said my bone density is higher than the, 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 the average human beings. So that's why I managed to even get to 34, 35 and still finish my career the way I did. And, and I was managing it as well. I had, you know, I had a game-ready machine. I really, really, like, knuckled down in terms of, like, my my, my fitness, my diet, and when to train, when not to train. And I managed it really well because my other pal, mine, Carlton Cole, had the same kind yeah, of injury. Yeah, yeah. And he, bless
3: him. He really yeah, he,
0: he really struggled because at that time he was, you know... and. To be fair, like the Man United game when I came on, I just I just felt great. I think, but the funniest thing is, I came on and Paul Scholes absolutely clattered me oh. like <laughs> straight away. Like, all right, whatever's going on with you and your fans, uh, this is this is you know this is well, Man I, United.
3: Uh, we, a- we were in the um the main stand there behind the goal, and then Marlon yeah. it gets announced Marlon Key's coming on, and I remember the whole like so we had that stand and then the one around the side, mm. and it just going. Bonkers because Marlon King was because we'd missed you all season. Yeah, we had. We were just like, where is Marlon King? And then, and nobody before nobody before the game even expected to see your name on the on the team sheet.
0: Yeah, because um the gap the gaffer was like, you you sure you're going to be every training session? I was coming. I was doing double session. I was coming in. I was there was no way of holding me back because I was showing them and um the gaffer put on some um behind closed door games. And I was just ripping it up, and he was right, like, okay, okay. "Saying to the medical team, like, I'm ready. we know yeah, it, yeah. nine of nine months to maybe never. We're at five and a half months, six months. We, you know, we, we got. Look to at check that,
3: we look at that Man United team: Wayne Rooney, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah,
1: we have Ferdinand. Yeah, yeah it man, was... it
3: was. And of course, lot, Ben though. Foster
1: couldn't play that day either, could he? Because he was on loan no, to us. Yeah. yeah. Richard
3: Richard Lee was in goal. actually scored an absolute worldie, that though. That's a great goal, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, he scored an absolute beauty that day.
0: This is what I'm saying. Like, just I just only got f- fond memories of 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 Watford. And to be fair, I think I came back what last. Five or six games, but I still managed to to get a couple of goals, and it felt good. You know, I think I scored against Newcastle and Reading, and I didn't like the fact that we went down. But then we went on to the, the championship, which I'm sure you guys are gonna.
1: Well, that was that was up. another season that just you know we were coasting it really up until sort of Christmas, and then it all just sort of fell apart. I thought, oh, we're going to go straight oh, back oh, up. This yeah. is fantastic. We're playing some lovely football again. And I don't know, do I think it was, I think it was West Finings. Brom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think it was West there Brom again. That- came in, Dan Shitu. Yeah, uh, was awesome, wasn't he?
0: There was quite a few players that came in that, you know, quality, quality players. And there was. You saw that Christmas was about 11 or 12 points clear.
1: So, yeah, we fell, we drifted yeah. off, got into the playoffs, didn't really look as if we had the momentum and then we got spanked against, against Hull and that was really the end of it all. But it, it was looking really good to start with. What, what do you think happened that that sort of fell apart then?
0: I, I think, obviously, there was a lot of speculation around myself and Youngy um what
1: perhaps leaving for me
0: being told that I might not play again the opportunity to play in the prem I was you know I was I said to I even said to Aide, I said to Aide, I've got to take the opportunity because I don't know how long my career's going to last in terms of how long my knees going to hold out so so much that I wanted to leave Watford because I loved it there it was just you know I had Fulham I had um Wigan um and Palace again Palace always came sniffing. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I went and spoke to them and it was the chairman kind of gave me his blessing and says, look, we understand. Mm. But the gaffer was like, no, we want you to kind of stay away from the ground and the team and just get a deal d- d- sorted as soon as possible. I remember and, uh, this.
1: I remember this. There was a bit of a sort of a...
0: Cause it, it dragged on a little bit, didn't it? What happened was Fulham had agreed in principle with Watford. I think it was like five or six million. And um, so when I go to do my medical, they agreed a fee. And I've done a medical for about, it was like a two-day medical. Um, right. It was um, Al Fayed was the chairman then, and he had specialists left, right and centre. He had dentist, he had um physiotherapist, and I was, you know, basically in London for like two days. Right. Um, put me through all the tests, and then they tried to renege, I think, with um, the chairman. Right. They try to know we'll, we'll pay, I think it was like 3.5 because he's had previous knee injuries. Our chairman was like, listen, this is our top goal scorer. I think at that time I had 12 or 13 goals in the championship before Christmas. Mm-hmm. The chairman was like, listen, you know about his injury, He's mm-hmm. but he's played. The end of last season in the Prem, mm-hmm. scored, played in the championship with no breakdown, no injuries. We've agreed a deal and now you want to try and we're not having yeah, it. Yeah. So well, Marlon, get yourself back in. The Fulham deal's off. Right, Fulham tried to put it out of medical. I actually didn't. They tried to re. They they tried to renegotiate the transfer fee. It, it, so you, you know, sailed through.
1: Yeah. So you sailed through this medical. Then you sailed through it. Everything was fine. But they wanted to point well, out I was this previous injury.
0: Scoring goals. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I think the last game was Coventry, I think Coventry away. Yes, we beat them 3 0 at the Rico. And I was playing, I was scoring I was scoring goals. It was twelve, we 12, 12 points clear mm-hmm. of the championship at that point. It weren't like a case of like, oh, we're struggling to get through games. I was playing every single game and uh they agreed because the chairman even the gaffer came round to my house maybe about 11 12 o'clock at night because he, he used to do that he used to turn up and just check on me where are you I'm outside
1: <laughs> hi AD uh, yeah
0: I'm outside your gate I
1: said, where are you I'm, I'm
0: in bed yeah and my missus would say oh Marlon um, yeah what's his downstairs <laughs> So that, that's the sort of stuff he used to do you know He's just, he, was, he wasn't he was just a manager he was a father figure to all of us you know and he always checked on us he goes listen there's a bit of an issue because Fulham are trying to rene- renege now the chairman don't want you to go anyway and bear in mind I just signed a new contract right yeah yeah I signed 22 grand a week right, right? and they have never they would never Watford have never paid a player that that no. money before obviously it's different now but at that time they're like I want you to say so I just signed a new four year contract and I just bought in 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 Hertfordshire. We were settled. So the opportunity came up. I spoke to my wife. I said, Look, I, I, I I'm I'm urging to play in the Prem. I got back, they said, Look, deals off, get yourself back in training. Mm. Before I even got to go back in training, got a call from Steve Bruce. We've agreed a fee. This is the money. And the money that they they offered me, Wigan. Was like twice as much as that I was on. So who was in that?
3: site? was that Jimmy Bullard, um,
0: um, Heskey. Oh, was Hes- uh, yeah,
3: Heskey. Yeah,
0: Marion Melshaw, Chris Kirkland. Yeah, that's when they wow. were kind of like, yeah,
3: yeah, like, yeah. yeah.
0: So it, it was like a, it was like a Watford kind of situation where it wasn't the hugest, biggest club, but they had some names and they were established as a Premier League team. So yeah, just went there and then. Are you
3: know, uh, they struggling well, now, though? Yeah, well, it was crazy. Sad. Oh, it's crazy, isn't
1: it? We missed you, know, mate. As soon, as soon as you went, that was, you know, that was a big yeah. loss to us because you were, you were a, you know, a, a big goal scorer and a big presence around the club, and it was, you it upset was a, loss. Me a little bit more the line. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. But I know. you know
0: what? I'll be honest with you, Carl and Justin. Let's put this into perspective, right? Football's a short career, and a lot of players don't say this, but football a short career, and sometimes you have to put kind of your family and your longevity in terms of how you're going to support yourself before anybody else.
1: No, yeah. no no no! of course of course
0: dude i knew how to do that and as i said even when i was injured in the premier league i didn't waste my time i, I had my wife at auctions buying properties so because i knew you know i knew my career was did she, buy the, the,
3: did she buy the one you're sitting in now
0: no we, we built this one uh,
3: did you <laughs> mate it's, anyone that hasn't seen this place Well, i can see
1: inside it looks very nice yeah <laughs> he's got
3: fish ponds he's got the wellies on he's living the life
1: I've got to say as well, well though, you're quite privileged because you had two songs there are players at our club even now that yeah, don't have a have song songs, yeah. you had the Up the Football League We Go one and the King of Vicarage Road one I mean not many players get afforded two songs so that's how special we obviously thought you were or how much esteem yeah. we have I,
0: I know fans are upset at me at leaving um, when I did but I I, love, I I follow you guys to this day I mean or regardless of what anybody thinks, that I'm part of that furniture.
1: Well, Carl and I you both know, picked our five favourite players of all time, and you were in Carl's list. You were there. You were in Carl's list. Five top five players of all time. He said Marlon, and I said to you, Carl, and this is on record on one of our podcasts. I said I was actually thinking about including Marlon, but it was just edged out slightly by another player. So, <laughs> we-
3: yeah, do you know? Do you know what it was? It, it, it's the fact that for, for as long as I can remember, you know, when you talk about, and I briefed on this a minute ago, but natural goal scorers and physicality and everything you want in a striker, he was just a nuisance to every oh, mate.
1: I want to be a ground defender. he went to in the country. Yeah, yeah.
3: And wherever he went, it wasn't Vicar invigorator, he caused defenders things. But when you, as an away supporter as I was, Marlon King used to turn up at any ground and you knew he was going to be absolute sake for defenders <laughs> and supporters. Yeah. And it was brilliant. And that's what you wanted. You just wanted that. Reliance that you could go, right, there you go, Marlon. There's the ball. Go and crack
0: on, yeah. Yeah. I always say it's my my number one club. Really? Uh,
3: Was that your best football, Marlon? Was that your best football at Watford? Uh, I think as
0: coming from a situation I did at Forest and not being able to express myself, still growing as a person, Watford matured me. Right. I think on and off the field, I think they they really matured me, and I think I had the right gaffer. Me and him were just—it wasn't just a case of I'm your manager, that's it. Because I've played under a lot of managers, but you know he was a man manager as well. And I always say this to people: it's not just about putting the best eleven out, and it's managing squad, your coaching staff. You, you know your your chefs, the coach, everything, and mm. he just he just nailed it. And then he had you guys who were patient enough to give him the opportunity to express himself. Because I'm sure you guys were thinking, the F is this guy?" Oh. Like I remember, I think it was Plymouth Plymouth away, and we went down two 0 or something. And then Youngie came back with a couple goals. It was three three. I remember this game, and the fans were so patient. Mm. And I think that was the turning point because it could have easily spiraled into. Fans getting onto the players and players losing confidence. But he didn't. Like, yeah. The ones at Plymouth are up the journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a long Especially way, yeah. the night game as well. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> yeah. Night. The fans just turning up. And then it just grew. not only did the, the team grow in confidence, I think the fans grew with the team. Mm. And that was the beauty it right? because sometimes fans have the expectation where the confidence is there before the players have even kicked the ball. But Watford supporters were like, Patient, like, okay, let's let's see what's happening, and then it just grew, and then everyone grew together, and you saw that in I'd say two games, Sheffield United away, yep, because they were, they were tipped to go up, That's and Warnock had the, he still got the biggest mouth in the game.
3: Oh, yeah, mate, I can't stand. I love him, but I hate him. I tried to find this. me
0: so many times, him and um, Ian Holloway. Ian oh, Holloway, oh, yes, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Justin, I've had these guys call me at midnight. Really? I heard you not playing. Yeah, I swear to God, I've had managers call me at midnight. Oh, fancy coming down here, fancy coming Blackpool, fancy coming Cardiff. What about Sheffield United? You fancy? I'll tell you what, we won't be able to give you the money that you're on, but um, we'll give you the experience and play. I've had they are happens. the biggest sales game oh my God. With, with, with Harry Rednap. Harry Redknapp tried to sign me when he was at QPR. Really? He really? Me. Oh, come on, tell us about this. <laughs> He called me about 11 o'clock at night and it was a time when um, he had a huge injury situation and he tried to sign...
3: Where were you playing at uh, then? Where, where where, were you playing
0: then? Birmingham. Right. You were
3: okay.
0: a Brum. Right, okay, okay. I was at, I was at um, Dean Saunders. Was that Wolves? He called me. Birmingham got wind, said, there's no chance on earth um, you're going to our local rivals. Even though they said, look, you're on all this money. We need you and Nikola Zidic off the wage bill. You can go on you- the free.
3: Did you have an agent or was this all coming through
0: you? Well I hadn't I had an agent but I was I was I had a pot of agents. Right, I was quite switched on in terms of like how I managed my money, but I had um Herr Rednap call me like I was in a hotel and he called me and he said, Look, I heard your situation with the is it Ob 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 Wingy. You remember when his deal fell through? Okay, yeah. And yeah then, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That
0: fell through, they didn't have a striker and he called me, said, Look
3: Hang on, you know, this
0: is the guy in
3: the car park? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's him in the car park, isn't it? He was, in, he yeah. was sitting in the Land Rover going, yeah, I'm going to sign the KPR. And Sky Sports were <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah I remember car. this. I remember
0: this. And that fell through. And he was under massive pressure. And he called me. He says, look, <laughs> what
3: an chairman,
0: story. Chairman, the chairman's got a bit of money. I can I can triple what you want. I just need you to come down to the end of the season. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh I had no my God. idea. This is fantastic. Loads of story now, but we'll be here all night. This is fantastic. <laughs> oh mate, that is amazing. A bit of a break at, uh at Birmingham was top goal scorer. Yeah, you then, did, yeah. But then the, the, the chairman got put in prison. Yeah.
3: So
0: it was a bit of a a a transition, and then I think Ziggy was on about Ziggy was on about seventy-five grand a week.
1: Good lord. Wow.
0: In the championship. Wow, that's a lot of money. Was, that's a lot of money. I was on mid twenty, and I was like thirty-one, up to thirty, thirty-two. Yeah, that's, money, isn't it? that's a that lot is, of money in there. Yeah, that, money. Yeah, and he was Ziggy was a guy. He had a year left after that. I got that phone call, and Ziggy was like, "Me, this is, me, me. Why am I going anywhere? Why, Kingy? Why?" <laughs> he wouldn't. He
3: wouldn't know, would he? He wouldn't.
0: But he knew his position because at the end of the day, they, Peter Pan signed him. Who was who was the chief exec? And they put him a three-year contract, and his money went up. So he started on fifty-five. The next season went right. up to sixty. Then oh, he went up goodness, to that's mental, It's was... <laughs> it crazy, and a championship.
1: Yeah, that's mad. That is cool. that's
0: and evil. you
3: were... and people wonder why clubs are in so like you know down in the lower yeah. leagues and stuff. It's just and that's the one club. <laughs> we just pinpointing
0: there. Let me ask you something, Carl Justin. If your boss comes up to you and says, "Look," oh, all right, Justin, we're going to triple your wages. You now, you, you work for Watford and then um, you're on a certain wage and then Luton say, look, guys. Oh,
1: what are you, doing wait, wait,
0: you Wait, wait, like wait. No, no, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. What are you doing to me? You right. can't do this. Guys, we're, we're going to quadruple your wages. We're going to give you a house, car, and then we're going to quadruple your wages so you'll be able to pay off your mortgage 15 years before. But what as a player, I've, no, got no, no no, I've got no ties got to, to Watford. First, first.
3: Who do you support as a football team? Do you support a football I'm, team? I'm
1: a Gunner. Right. right. Okay. So, so Tottenham. Spurs.
3: If Spurs come to you, would you have done the same? Got to go.
1: You got All to right. go. Okay. Let's right. fair bad. enough.
0: We, we, we. I know players that have played for one club their whole life that are financially struggling. They didn't have that selfish streak. I had yeah. that. I, and it's. I'm just being open and honest with you. I, I, I knew that. Everyone will get over it. Things move on, so why not take the opportunity to, to, to better your life? You know, it's difficult to do that as a fan. When you see your best players leaving stuff, it can be upsetting because, obviously, they're the ones that give you the joy. That's what you're paying, your money, you put your shirts, your names on the on the back of your shirts. So when they leave, I, I, I get the abuse. I, I understand it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I knew at the end of the day, this is a job that I'm doing to feed my family. So you can call me what you want, as long as we don't take it personal off the pitch.
1: Yeah, of course. Which I'm yeah, with,
0: of course. You say what you want. 'Cause at the end of the day, you're help feeding my family. So I, 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 I got that. Do not scratch
1: your eyes. So off pitch then, you've had quite a colourful life, um and you have yeah. spent some time at Her Majesty's pleasure. Um yeah. what were your experiences in prison like and what do you think prisoners taught you? Um,
0: I think now being like a forty one year old, I think I look back at my experiences, not a loss but a lesson, and I think I was one. I've always been a kid that wanted to test the grain. I've always been somebody that, when it's going to push the barriers. Yeah, it was. It was weird, Carl, because when things are going right for me, it feels weird. You know, obviously coming from a a broken home, I'm used to seeing things being destructive around me. So that was a norm for me. So when it was going right, I had to kind of. Maybe a lot of people won't get it. I had to find something to make myself be uncomfortable. When I got too comfortable, became uncomfortable. So when you're too comfortable something that makes you feel uncomfortable and positive yeah. like I, whenever I felt like I made it I got myself into yeah. And,
1: yeah and and that was like a to... self-destruct button do you think or it was just something you couldn't control yeah no, or...
0: yeah no I was I was one of those kids that if I saw a red big alarm button that says don't press I was the one I was the kid to press it
1: right okay yeah. so you no know, it's
0: for 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 what I went through because you know anybody looking at
1: me like
0: what doing? he's got all this stuff and he
1: yeah, yeah, but it's,
0: it's, it, 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 it is, it's one ask of those the things. Great people on uh, you ask Mike Tyson what goes through his head. Yeah, of yeah,
1: course. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yes, of course. So, so you're ty- yeah. How, how, I mean, I've not actually ever, I don't think I've ever spoken to anybody that's done any time. What is it like in prison, particularly if you're a well known person like yourself?
0: Well, what you guys got to understand is I came from a rough upbringing. Right. Like I, you know, I, I grew up in Peckham and a lot of my my peers and people were actually in jail. So it wasn't a thing for me, like all apart from it being in the media, Mm. I wouldn't say it was comfortable in prison, but it was, you know, in circumstances where I was around people that I was used to going through that stuff.
3: You you understood.
1: Right. Okay.
0: And and a lot of footballers are human beings. We've got mates, parents, family members that go through shit, that everybody else is just that our life is lived through a magnifying glass. Mm. You know, you it would a sweet and when I when I first done my first sentence, the the, 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 the officers, or we call them screws, couldn't understand how well. How comes he's, he's not uncomfortable? Because I came from that background. That's where mm. I came from. I came from a background of you know people trying to some to, to make it however they could and finding yeah. themselves in circun- different circumstances. So, and I think on the, on the on the positive side of things, because I knew my career was always on the line. I always made sure that I was investing smartly, paying off my mortgage. I paid off, you know, my first mortgage at 26, £2 million. I paid off my my first home.
1: Yes, that's quite a thing. You yeah. know, yeah.
0: this, this is this is what I'm. This is you know a lot of things that people don't get to see it, about me.
1: It sounds like you are actually it, making sort of a, a plan in case this happened, though. It's almost as if I know this is going to happen. So yeah, I'll... Justin, it's crazy because I,
0: and this is why I think I had a lot of challenges with managers and I, and I found myself yeah. in problems because I, knew I was preparing myself off the field. It was almost like if I didn't feel comfortable, it was kind of like well, I didn't feel like I, I needed football. That's
1: a really and it's strong, weird. That's a strong thing you, to you
0: say. Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird thing to say. For me... Yeah, I didn't put all my eggs in one basket, should I say. Right, okay. Yeah. I was no, get in, I get that. So my, my mindset wasn't football, football, football. And, 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 and we say we, we can touch on this, car and the, 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 the mental mindset of, of a lot of players that are actually going through it now, players that have never been in trouble, that are actually trying to find themselves. I knew who I was and what direction I was going and how I was going to do it while I was playing. and lawyers try and plan their life when they finish you can't do that right so a lot of decisions that were going negative negatively against me or I was putting myself in stupid scenarios i was actually it kind of helped me because i was like okay all right babe let's let's go and buy some properties let's go and do this let's do this let's do that right i'm here let's put this money away so it was a pro and a con justin i don't know if that makes sense i understand what you're saying
1: but it's almost as if you were sort of sort of not quite planning for it but sort of you know making sure that everything was in place in case it happened it, it was almost inevitable yeah. that's what it sounds like that's a, that's what it sounds like you're saying yeah i was i was
0: i was earning money outside of football while did i was you know, playing
3: did, did you did you know the devil within did you know there was another side of you that you had yeah. to kind of protect everyone else against and that was yeah. that was part of your yeah i get that i do i get that
0: yeah it was it was weird it was weird and it was like i know a lot of people from the outside looking in and say, Oh, this guy's a d- <laughs> but my, 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 no but this is i never call i never base my life on other people's opinions no, you see you
3: shouldn't though you no, shouldn't,
0: should never the should thing never. like i, I don't give no, no, no. what people outside of my circle my family think of me because at the end of the day they're the ones i need to feed they're the ones that i need the support from so they knew who i was as a person they yeah. know who i yeah and then. You get the ones who you think are squeaky clean have got more shit going on than anybody knows.
3: Anyone else? I yeah, can open.
0: Weird. I, I can. I can discuss my flaws.
3: You're on the. You're on the other side of it. You're almost outside. Yeah, you, you're looking in now and going, "Well, look, I know what I've done. I know my impurities, but you all know better, so don't judge me." So
0: it's it never important, Justin Cole. never. It was never important to me, and I think, as I said, it was a pro and a con because I'll get a manager saying, "Ah, yeah," I'm like, like Phil Brown. When I went to Hull, oh yeah, I,
1: yeah. I just told. You did what? Sorry, said again. You said what? He
3: said. Him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I just laughs> Is that what you said? You said sorry. What under what circumstances yeah. was this?
0: This was in a game before we played Arsenal at home. Apart from the wife, I don't, and my kids, I don't have any boss, so I, I'll, I'll say what the hell I want. You know, at the end of the day, that was you know maybe I should have refrained from saying those certain words, but I was scoring goals uh, at Hull. I was yeah. scoring. He didn't get the Sunderland or Newcastle job that he was tipped to get. And it was, we got battered by Man City and he started taking it out on the players and everybody else was quiet and in their shell. And I just said, no, you know what, f- this, send me back to um to, to Wigan. You can go and f- yourself. And it's not a good thing to, I'm not promoting it for any youngster, but where I was at the time, I, you I just, spoke, I didn't,
3: you spoke yeah, your mind. I
0: yeah, no, I did and it's not it's not something that I'm promoting. This is what I'm saying. It was just the person and the kind of enigma that, that I had around me and who I was at that time. Yeah. And looking back at it, you say that. But then again, I've got players, ex players that I talk to now. I could even show you texts that are saying, I wish I had your self not selfish, but your, your ruthlessness because mm-hmm. I probably would have been more successful because they played with they're like, Oh, I'm too scared, it's the gaff whip. You asked anybody about me, I was totally different. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. If something was wrong you'd say it. You'd say You just it. called it, just it, it out. No, no I just believed yeah. in myself. Oh, Justin. I just I just believed in myself. I didn't you know, I weren't gonna be dictated to and it was a pro and it was a con. Mm. Sometimes like you need to be able to listen. Yeah. To the right things. Yeah. And then sometimes you've got to believe in yourself. So it's kind yeah. of like finding I... the the happy medium and that balance. You so know?
1: what you're saying That's is sometimes cool. it worked for you, sometimes it didn't. And, and and we all know when yep. it did and when it didn't we know we you know we we've, we've seen it all so 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 actually to 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 just finish on this then do you think that your time spent in prison has been enough for you now to say i know who i am and i know what i'm doing and i'm you know i'm going to try my best now to steer off of that path and to be on the right side of the law and 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 make sure that i don't get involved in anything like that again is that what you know was prison that did that to you or you've changed in another way that's made yeah,
0: i think i think it was it's just growth in it justin i think i think at the end of the day we all got to try and understand who we are as people and it took me a long time long long time. and i think even there's still human beings that are trying to figure out who they are
1: oh yeah definitely and it's
0: got yeah. dealing with a lot of stuff whether it be mental health mm. depression yeah massively, that, massively. A, who are coming to terms with Especially
3: footballers, thinking. especially all these people with all these money, all this money and wealth, and and they they've got no one to reach out to. It's scary. Well,
1: I, I think know? that who was it we were talking to? said um, it was Gifton, wasn't it? Gifton No Williams. that yeah. says he wants to go into. Back into football and be a sort of a, a pastoral sort of figure yeah. that will actually, mentor. yeah, a mentor and yeah, he's a good mate.
3: Of
0: mine. a good mate of mine man.
3: Giff's a legend, mate. I love Giff.
1: But he, 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 he knows Gifts, all about Gifts, this Gifts and...
3: Gifts and about the tree I planted in his garden.
0: Oh, yeah. Fake, yeah, yeah, that's,
1: that's, yeah. A story. that's another story, for yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it, no, it no. Was a marijuana? No, no, marijuana.
3: So, Marlon, did you train in your jeans once? And how much was the fine if you did? Did you train in your jeans? Were you in your Levi's?
0: He's laughing. <laughs> uh, I'm saying I don't know how long you guys have got because <laughs> I actually we won. I can't remember who we beat. I scored two. Um and as we do on a sat on a Saturday, go out, went out and I didn't realise we was in for a warm down. I got a call, I think Merrick, said, King, you gotta come in, we got to warm down. And the gaffer usually makes us do a warm down on a Sunday and I came in and I was a bit late and I was a bit overhung. And um <laughs> well I had pair of- I had a pair of shoes on, jeans, some smart clothes on and so you yeah, did. Just- <laughs> every everyone Running around in their training gear, and I was just doing the two laps and stretching, and that
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's brilliant. So, what
3: hang on? So, you turn up to training in your, in your go out gear, and no, you I were just running around in the field
0: in your, in your out I was, gear. I was in the West End, and obviously, to get for me to double back and go back home was, it was a bit much over. So. I had one of my mates drop me to, to, the, to the the training, gap, training ground and I just had to join in training. And
3: So you just went in balls deep? You just went, no, I'm going to do it? I'm just going to...
0: Yeah. I just... just said, oh, I'm doing a warm down, I was here. I, was,
1: you know... <laughs> I turned oh, up goodness. at least.
3: <laughs> Mate, you have got brass balls. That's fantastic. Well yeah. Great question. But, um, Great question. There, did you get it, fined?
0: You know, no, the gaffer said he did in front of everyone, but he didn't. He loves me too much. Oh, like, oh the
3: gaffer's got you. The gaffer's, <laughs> gaffer's
1: got you. Fantastic. <laughs> Love. Sorry, Abe.
3: Right, very quick. So, uh, James Davis asks, what were the ingredients that resulted in the successful promotion season?
0: Uh, I'd say team spirit, belief, everyone around the club, from supporters right down to the chef, to the coach driver. Yeah, it was just togetherness. So belief, togetherness and just hard work, man.
3: Jason Grace asks, now this is uh, about a particular game. Don't know if you remember it, but Jake, this is a, a memory from Jason about you. Uh, he says, I can't remember the game, but it was at Vicarage Road end and you kept the ball in the corner. Opposing players were taking turns in piling in to get the ball and you stood there flexing your muscles like Popeye. And we all <laughs> cheered and they couldn't get the ball off you.
0: <laughs> I think that was Leicester, if was I can remember. I think it was the Leicester game. I remember me and Young in the corner and I think they, we just we just took the mick, really. And yeah, I do I do remember. Because gaffer had this thing of like last five minutes, we're winning. We need to manage the game. One of these points were to to get it in by the corner flag and just waste as much time as possible.
1: <laughs> so you did that by flexing your muscles and taking the mic, basically. I yeah. don't,
3: that, that's just a natural thing. Maybe I was tempted. He was he was
0: flexing. <laughs> oh,
1: the whatever. That's what he was whatever. Doing. Yeah. <laughs>
3: flexing him off. James Underwood says, um, it's "Just about this podcast it would be really interesting." Uh, Marlon was incredible that season uh, and is up there, in my opinion, as the best striker we've had at the club. There you go.
1: That's a uh, nice little ooh, thing.
3: That's yeah. what we've said. But he says, Stop, do, <laughs> he says, do you feel uh, with a full season in the Premier League, we would have stayed up? Now, I know jay Demerrick said we would have stayed up if Marlon King was fit. Yeah, but- Good to know if he was really fit for the semi-final or if he was... Because it was surprising that he was even included.
1: So yeah, in the we, we we did touch on that. But do do you think yeah, if yeah. you if you were fit for that season, that would have made the difference?
0: Okay, look, I'll say this: any Premiership team or newly promoted team needs a ten to fifteen goal striker. Mm-hmm. And I believe I could have. Yeah, I could I
3: I don't believe it. I know you
1: were.
0: I think I you could have done were. it. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think we could have done it. you look at
0: if you look at any teams down the, 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 the bottom half like the Southamptons, they've always got a striker, whether it be Shane Long or whatever, somebody who can you can get, you know, eight to fifteen goals always keeps you in good stead. So uh along with whatever the boys were doing with the rest of Young he was nicking a few goals and mm. Hammer Brights was scoring goals and I I I felt I felt good, man. I you know, I really did feel good.
1: Um and it was a shame it was no, we'll cool. never know but it was a shame hello my name's chris stark i'm
3: from bbc radio one that peter crouch podcast and you are listening to the do not scratch your eyes podcast just out of curiosity i know where you're living now what are you do for work because i see you in all these diggers and big like th- what are you doing for work now what's yeah, no.
0: me and my wife got our own construction company and uh, we're dealing with these
3: diggers and like big like because i follow yeah. you on instagram so it's good
0: we just we 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 just uh in real estate, buying land. Um, cool, man. um buying selling like dozers, excavators. Life's mining good work. though, yeah.
3: Life looks good though, from the outside, mate. It looks good. It's
0: all right, we're trying, man, we're trying. Yeah, what mate. Is, fair what place, is, what's honestly, life in um, I mean that.
1: what's life in Zambia like, Marlon? It must be very different, is it?
0: Yeah, I mean look, I've been here I'm gonna I've probably seven years in November. Um my wife was born here, so Ah, cool but she came back to England when she was about 10, 11. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the weather's beautiful year round. The pace is a lot slower, um, which you got to adjust to normally, but the kids are a lot safer here. They go to international school, which is Cambridge, so it's oh, kind of sync with UK standard of, of teaching and less crime, less uh, cases of COVID.
3: So Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, no, it's... No complaints, really. You are happy there in Zambia? Then you love it. Mate.
3: Yeah, it's good, man. But m- listen, yeah, much love, eyes. honestly. Keep, honestly. I, I mean that. Much love, yeah. Well done. Yeah. And, and listen, thank you for wearing the yellow, honestly, and scoring the goals yeah. you've done. You, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. You super, made us very happy. I as far up, as
3: I'm concerned, man. Guys, grow and win. And uh, as
0: I said, man, it's easy to go on. To, oh, this guy's got this many followers, and I'm not into that. I just want genuine people that nah, I can man, speak.
3: That's us. That's us. We are, we're Shit. not, we're not,
0: we're not about anything else, honestly. Nah, no, we just I mean, fans. But you will grow, don't forget me when you, when you, you get up to like 1 million subscribers. And we'll be back with like... you, we'll be back, yeah, we're but back. we're doing it live from your swimming pool. Uh, uh, no, uh, yeah, that's fine, but I want some shares. Um, you've got it, you've got it. <laughs> okay, absolutely. fair enough, that's absolutely. fair enough.
1: Marlon, Marlon,
0: something bad, yeah, God
1: bless. Thank you for giving us your thank time, you. Marlon.
0: Alright, cheers Justin, oh. cheers Carl. Thank you, Marlon. Thanks
1: man. And cheers. I'm on you horns. You horns. You supply 5 years or 100,000 miles whichever comes first
2: Pro is an advanced driver assist technology driver's responsibility to stay alert drive safely and control vehicle at all times
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network Talk Sport
3: powered by fans